Have you seen that, like, Robert Pattinson interview? He, like, goes on the news and they're, like, talking about, like, his role in a movie with a circus. And he's like, yeah, circuses actually have, like, a really, like, terrible memory with me. Like, when I was a kid, like, there was an accident at a circus that I went to and it kind of haunted me. And, like, the guy's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, there's, like, you know the little clown cars? It blew up. Like, somebody died with it. And, like, a month later in, like, another interview, he's like, oh, I just... I just woke up and I couldn't come up with anything interesting to say, so I just made all that. (laughs) 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 uh, The other interviewer was like, what? He's just like, yeah, just... It's a lie. Off the dome. I I just lied about it all. Said it was true. Nope. That's kind of dope. That is true. That's a pretty sick yeah. move. I heard somebody call him like a little chaos gremlin. That's a good <laughs> term for him. For that? That's yeah, apparently he does like a lot of other things. Oh, He's a very, he does a lot of weird chaotic energy type shit. Like, <laughs> he just refused to put on muscle weight for like the new Batman role he's doing. He's just refused? like... Refused? Yeah, he's just like, he's I'm like, not working oh. out for it. Oh, I And also, if it disappoints you, good. I hope it pisses you off more or something like that. He said something like that. It's crazy. Oh my god. He's a chaos gremlin, dude. Why would they pick him for the Batman movie then? <laughs> he what? said that, like, the, the current, like, atmosphere of, like, putting on muscle in, like, Hollywood for superhero roles didn't used to be a thing, and he thinks it's, like, uh, so it's a dangerous precedent, I think is what he said. And then when somebody was, like, a dangerous precedent? Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? Putting on a lot of muscle and setting he, bad body standards for men. You are literally he, supposed he's to fit. be... He's being fit. He's just not being, like... But I'm just saying you're literally supposed I, to be the epitome of the... The epitome... <laughs> okay, okay, we need to start the podcast. Whatever. Let's go. Next debate section of the podcast. <laughs> I just think it makes sense for superheroes. Well, it sets up unrealistic body they standards They said they didn't used to do it. They said they didn't. I don't... It's not my words. It's Robert's. Chaos. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, what, me? Yeah, like the recorder room. Oh, yeah, it's been. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. It's been for like the past 15 minutes. <laughs> Welcome. To the Manual Breathing Podcast, the background information podcast where we think about the things that you don't want to or just don't. Alright, so it's been... A minute. Well, it's been several, actually, yeah. Um, okay. COVID has, you know, hit us all pretty hard. And it's over. And it, it's and 2021, baby! It, it, it may, it's, it's, been a, it's been a long jump from uh, 2015 to... <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few years. <laughs> Some more content. Yeah. Of course, you keep on saying in this post-pandemic world. <laughs> Man, 2024 has been Post- good to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how have you guys been? Uh, yeah, I've been good. I'm ready to hear some weird stories or segments. Some background information. Some background information, if you will. Keep me from breathing manually. <laughs> okay, so this is more of a, a, a PSA. You know, this is more of uh, what was that episode of SpongeBob where he put the he put the jelly on the Krabby Patty, and then the guy was like, "Hey, all you people! Hey, all you people!" <laughs> well, basically, I have uh, tested uh, um, some lifestyle changes, and one of them that I want everyone to get on the train. This is not a new train. This train has been going around the tracks for years. Mm-hmm. However, I would like to remind everyone that tea is truly a, a super drink 
And that's kind of what I want to get into today. Uh, growing up in Arizona, I feel very nostalgic for the Arizona iced teas. Those are terrible. Wow. Those are really bad. 99 cents, baby. And they sell them in other places, and I'm like, why would you guys even want them? They're not good. Wow. Uh, either Other than that, I like a nice hot tea. You occasionally some chamomile. You got your, your cane sweet tea. You got your <laughs> McDonald's sweet tea. That's a you lot got your... Red Diamond Sweet Tea. Well, Arizona tea is nice. Uh, as far as a product, they're still 99 cents, right? Or, or yeah, is yeah. it something that, like, I think maybe um, the gas stations and places that sell them, it's kind of up to them if they want to sell it for a dollar or if they want to sell it for, like, a dollar. And they're cowards if they don't sell it at 99 cents. Don't they have 99 cents printed on the can? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and more than 99 cents for an Arizona, then we riot. <laughs> um, but no, I'm not necessarily talking about these sweetened teas or anything like that. I personally have been drinking at least three cups of tea a day for the past two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was really excited for you to say three liters and just like be three like something from like tea. a TLC, like my strange addiction type segment where you're just like, I drink. <laughs> <laughs> so much tea every day. I actually have stopped consuming food and I'm just replacing tea. <laughs> I actually uh, brew uh, my food. I take a bit of <laughs> I blend it. I dehydrate it. it in a tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, so tea, you know, tea I feel like is good for everyone except for the, the gossiping tea. I feel like that's uh, <laughs> bad, bad for everyone. That's, not, that's bad for, that's, that's bad stuff. Don't gossip. No. That is equivalent to a can of Arizona iced tea. Excuse me, it's delayed. Put some respect on its name. It's not good. Um, but I wanted to kind of talk about my not only my experience, but what uh, I have read on research. Uh, so a couple of things. With uh, with tea, you know, I drink maybe like a green tea in the morning, and this is all brewed hot hot brewed tea. Uh, I drink green tea in the morning. I drink maybe like a ginger probiotic tea in the afternoon. Holy garbage. And then in the evening, I kind of have what I consider like a dessert tea, which is more of like a herbal, um, herbal kind of, uh, you know, fruity tea. But it's dessert still hot. Dessert tea. Yeah, so Jay Where just turned... Where did RJ go? Yeah, Jay just turned 85 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, go on with your... No, this is for you. <laughs> So, let's let's start off with like just common sense, common sense science. Um, drinking hot water is good for your body. That can kind of like unclog like your nasal passages. It, your body kind of like spends energy cooling it down. Kagan is looking very skeptical of this. I just. He's not a believer of hot water. <laughs> Having Kagan hot... doesn't believe in hot water. Confirmed. Having it. Hot is better for your body, and if it's hot and your body is trying to cool you down, wouldn't that mean it's bad because your your body's working extra hard for this thing? Shut up, nerd. Well, I'm it's expen- sure. it's expending <laughs> you're expending like calories. Um, so it's like healthy, like it's like fit, like you don't need yeah. to exercise. And, or, or you could be sweating and stuff like that. It's it's kind of um, expanding maybe some arteries. Mm. And things like that. You know? I've heard about like the hot water thing is how kind of similar to how spicy foods. Um, oh, that'll clear you right up. Clear you, clear you out, you know? <laughs> um, you clear you out. You said clear your eyes set up. Just so <laughs> <not clear. laughs> it's talking about the nose, no other orifices. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I would like to get into to, to some of the teas I think you guys should consider. Oh, I got some tea for you. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Robert Pattinson? Chaos Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Can't trust that man with anything. <laughs> Not my Batman. <laughs> okay. All right, hit me yeah. with these tea reviews. Okay, so, there, there, you know, let's start with... Uh, there, there's... Uh, Different teas. The most popular are white teas, herbal teas, green teas, black teas. And <laughs> most, Bro, is that not just every tea? The most popular tea is tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so interested to find out what teas there are besides this. I want to list just as long of the least popular teas. Go. <laughs> Look, I just I left I left the window open because I, <laughs> I don't want anyone to write in and be like. Oh, you forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, that's happens. actually what's going to get us canceled. They're going to be like, they didn't place enough respect on green tea's name. <laughs> so the white tea um, is might be the most effective at fighting cancers. Uh, maybe that's up for today. Maybe some respected si- tea Dude, scientists. Chamomile every night, baby. Scientists. <laughs> oh, my God. Jay's actually 85, dude. Holy crap. (laughs) Jay turned into a 60-year-old British woman after (laughs) this. Super high level of antioxidants, you know? And we all know how we feel about those oxidants. (laughs) Get them out of you. Get them out of you. It also has, you know, white teas also kind of have, like, they have naturally, like, occurring, like, fluoride. Uh, Catechins and tannins, uh, they're good for, like, strengthening and promoting healthy teeth. Mm. So I would say uh, teeth uh, uh, along with um, not dying. <laughs> I'm sorry, teeth. It just sounds like <laughs> teeth. <laughs> uh, which, tea, which tea is this, by the way? These are white teas. Wait, what is a white tea? Give me an example of one. You know what? <laughs> you don't know what a white tea is? Can I go to the Camomile. store? Camomile. Oh, yeah, I'm the idiot here, Caleb, because I have a big tea hole in my knowledge. <laughs> T-shaped hole. Yeah, so, I mean, white teas, white teas are really great. Uh, herbal teas. Uh, so, also, white teas are, are um, they're lighter on the caffeine side. So, that's the thing, is that's why I drink ca- uh, green tea in the morning, uh, is because it does have caffeine in it, so it helps me wake up. It's not super loaded, though, like coffee. It has about a third the level of caffeine is like a cup of coffee. Hmm. Um, so that's good if you want just a little bit more um, uh, pick-me-up-in-the-morning without. So do you feel like a third awake? Like, is it not as good? Here's the thing is, it actually it kind of allows me, you know, I feel like there's a problem with people drinking coffee as soon as they wake up. They don't give their bodies the chance to naturally use its own, like, body processes to tell itself that it needs to be awake. Look me in the uh, eyes when you tell me this, okay? You get it. This is an intervention. I drink too much coffee. <laughs> I love coffee. So I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll, that's the thing is I'll start off with green tea. And then um, sometime in after about two hours. Oh, six, six shots of espresso. <laughs> <laughs> I want a triple bullseye. It's like green tea can help you feel awake. And then an asterisk is like, when combined with <laughs> ten triple shots of espresso. <laughs> um, and so, you know, uh, so I feel like green tea kind of allows you to... Well, let me talk about green tea. Green tea is like the superstar tea. <laughs> <What a> transition. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored. Today's episode is sponsored by... by Mother Earth. Sponsored by the, like, by the color green and by the letter T. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, green tea also happens to be the the one I wrote the least amount of notes about. <laughs> I just feel like everyone knows Weird. about green tea. Weird sponsorship. Hey, I don't know a thing about tea. So. <laughs> herbal herbal tea. Now, see, herbal tea might be good for you. You know, herbal teas and white teas they kind of go a little bit hand in hand. Like you like you mentioned, uh, chamomile. Um, that's good for menstrual pain and sleep. What the oh, I could use some of that. So <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like that. Like, Women out there. First thing you list. Women out there who are having, um, you know, menstrual pain, chamomile tea, chamomile, chamomile, camel meal, Camille, Camille Cabello, that will uh, help with your, uh, you know, your menstrual pain. And it's also just good for relaxation and sleep. So this would be especially good if you're trying to go to bed, uh, but you're having some pain that you, that you can't seem to fight. Um, Peppermint tea also for people with, you know, irritable bowel syndrome or, or upset what? stomachs. If your stomach, if you find yourself like bloating a lot yeah. or, or just, just kind of natural pain, I don't know, from maybe like crushing like five tacos and a, and a, a large Dr. Pepper or something right Quick before, session the right before recor- or recording, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's supposed to help. And then ginger is one of my favorite teas. Because Never had ginger tea. That can kind of help with... Uh, Calming the stomach, uh, as well as promoting, uh, you know, healthy digestive movements. Huh? Really? That'll make you real regular. Yeah, so I you don't need activity. Yeah, activity. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I, I like a, I like a good ginger tea. Um, so let me let me take a break because uh, I still have black and oolong to go through. Did we ever talk about the green tea that I? Yeah, yo, you just. Doesn't have as many notes on it. You know, yeah, he said there wasn't as many notes, and then he went to the next tea. So I was wondering what's going on. Those are the notes. <laughs> <laughs> the note under green tea is don't have much here. <laughs> okay, well, green tea, you know, green tea seems to be uh, uh, one of the most popular because, you know, matcha powder. Have you guys ever had matcha? Yeah. Tastes weird to me. Yeah, I've had mocha and some of my stuff. Not matcha. Mm mm. Mm-mm. Close. I feel like what I'm like saying is three of the five letters. Like matcha and mocha. <laughs> most of the letters. <laughs> um, you know, so there. You know, t- green tea. You know, that's that's the one that's supposed to be like. <clears throat> if you drink green tea all the time, it has ECGCs or something in there. <laughs> my E-G-C-G. favorite band. From, my favorite rock band from the nineties. Those are ECGC. <laughs> Epicayo Ketchatin Three Guy Guy Eight. Oh, say no more. Yeah, I love those. They're, uh, you know, they're natural antioxidants that help prevent cell damage and provide other benefits. Probably, uh, you know, some things with digestion um, that help can help you burn fat. And combined with the caffeine, um, it's probably helping you speed up your metabolism. Mm-hmm. So you can get ripped by drinking tea. Yeah. Are you convinced yet? I, I'm convinced. I'm sold, dude. I'll take all your selling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you can kind of notice a trend here with a lot of these uh, tea. You know, black teas, you know, great for... Ca- black teas are the ones that have caffeine in it, like a lot. Green yeah. teas and black teas. Black teas will have the most. Black teas will have almost as much as a cup of coffee. So if you're like that kind of person um, that likes coffee, you know, maybe you c- should consider having a black tea every once in a while. So no. No. <laughs> Real super fast. Um, now, this may seem like a weird question, but again, don't know anything about teas... These colors, do they co- correspond with the tea itself? Because I've seen black and brown teas. What is, wh- where's green at, you know? Where's, where's white? Green tea is kind of green. 
Is it kind of green? It's like very green. Yeah. Is it very green? I mean, well, if you're having matcha, yeah. But if you're just having a green tea, then it's kind of like a yellowish. Well, what was that quick thing? There was a thing I read that it was like basically back then colors didn't have very like there weren't like specific definitions for shades of colors. Yeah. Like a redhead actually has orange hair. Yeah, but because they didn't have quite orange yet. They hadn't invented orange yet. <laughs> they had named orange What did they call oranges? <laughs> Redheads. <laughs> Red balls. Red balls. <laughs> they got as close as they could. <laughs> Red wedges. Um, so, you know, that, that might be where green tea is kind of coming from. Fair um, also, black tea can... The tea bag itself is actually kind of good for, like, skin irritations and, like, putting it, like... If you take, like... I know uh, I'll, there's some people who, like, they'll take tea bags, put them in the fridge to cool them off until the morning, and then they'll kind of lay them on their eyes. I think Margot Robbie does that. What? They'll lay, like, the tea bags on their eyes. And Me and Kagan just had, like, a look-at-each-other moment of, like, you buying this? <laughs> <laughs> Jay just made something up and used a celebrity to try. <laughs> the celebrity does it, you should try it, too. Yeah, you put it on your eyes, and you're, that's such thin skin. If you have dark circles and stuff like that, you know, things like green tea and black tea, those tea bags, you can lay them on your eyes for a few minutes in the mornings, and that should help de-puff. Oh, I've already well bought all your tea, Jay. You don't have to sell me on it anymore, okay? <laughs> Once you've made this, <laughs> stop selling. <laughs> and then lastly, you got oolong tea, which is a tr- more of a traditional Chinese tea. Yeah. It's less oxidized than black tea, but more oxidized than green tea. Oxidized like rust? Uh, yeah, kind of. Except, uh, I don't literally like associating rust with things I'm drinking. Don't I don't either. And yet, here you are. <laughs> <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking about oxidized tea. <laughs> Basically, um, our bodies, you know, we're, we're oxidizing all the time. We got free radicals. Bro, I love that group. Radicals. Anderson Pox band. Love it, dude. Free <laughs> radicals. They rule. Um, you know, you got these uh, free radicals entering our body. And basically, like uh, like how uh, water rusts a sink. Yeah. That is essentially what the air and water are doing to us. And that's why we die eventually. Because we're just a bunch of rusty boys. We're, well, by then, hopefully... Yeah. We're rusty men. That's why old people move slowly. Because they're just rusty. But that's why... If you just spray some WD-40 on an old exactly. man, they'll start taking off, dude. They'll run for miles. Spray some WD-40 on them, and they'll be acting like they're 40. <laughs> it's not a name, it's a promise. <laughs> and oolong tea also helps with type 2 diabetes. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs> My experience with tea, I kind of explained... Oh, man, my phone isn't vibrating. That's totally good. That's totally captured on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Your no. phone has been what? Vibrating. My phone's been calling oh. um, So, you know, my experience with tea, I have felt... Um, so, so it's really cold here. Um, <laughs> but I can understand that maybe if you lived in an area that is hotter, like in the desert area, you wouldn't really want to drink hot teas. But I'm telling you... They have so many benefits. I have, I've, I've felt so much energy. I feel motivated, um, you know, like with my workouts, you know, cause I, cause I feel like one of the things that inhibits me in my workouts are, are e- either energy or maybe just, um, stomach, uh, feelings. And just, you know, already being at the top, 
You know, once you're at the top, what are you what are you trying to get better than? The guy in the mirror? <laughs> Jay's freaking huge. <laughs> it <guy>. is so <laughs> yoked. It's crazy. It give, it also gives you a big brain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really frees up some of those things. So, you know, I, I guess I'd like to conclude by saying that I would give it a try. I would pick, you know, go to next time you go to the store. Well, I'm you know, I'm not I'm not telling you how to live your life. I am. <laughs> go buy this. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't do that. I do. <laughs> you know, if you've been uh, craving some, or if you've been thinking about having some some, some drinks or some liba- non-alcoholic libations, um, then maybe I would consider going to the store, getting like two or three boxes of different teas so you don't get bored of drinking the same tea. And try it out. Drink like two, at least two cups a day. One in, one in the morning and then one in the evening. Dude, I'm going to say it, like, tea, tea sections in stores are overwhelming. Like, when I go to a tea aisle in like, a, in, like, a Target, it's just, like, an entire wall of different kinds of teas from different companies and whatnot, and I just have no idea what I'm looking at. Like, I got into chamomile just because I knew I didn't want a black tea, and I just grabbed one at random off the shelf. Mm-hmm. I th- think that um, it would be super easy for me because they would all be so gross. I'd be, need to try one and be like, oh, sick, I don't like this one. And that would get... <laughs> To be a real low selection really quickly. This guy sucks. Okay. <laughs> He's a, such a tea hater yeah, over there. Anything. Well, I do big have some tea. questions. You said big tea hole shape in your head. You meant big tea hole shape in your heart. I'm trying to fill the tea shaped hole. Now, Jay, <laughs> have you, is it like expensive to have tea? Like, have you. Tea is not very expensive. You can get boxes um, anywhere. Like, the cheapest box of tea, which had like 18 bags of it, was about, I think, 216 or something like that. We got that uh, from uh, Sprouts. And oh. that one that one is mushroom based. I'm going to walk into Sprouts, and I hate mushrooms. This tea oh. thing is. You had me. <laughs> you had me. And now this whole thing seems like it's a little iffy. And here's the thing I was. Uh, before you go on, I was, I was reading a thing on, like, his loose leaf. Like, you know, you think about, like, oh, am I really. Am I selling myself short by just going and getting some standard tea bags? I, I should have be never picking that once in a You life. never every, thought, like. Every me, morning I wake up, dude. In a cold sweat. <laughs> Is there something else I can help with? Yeah. <laughs> Several things. Is tea good for you, Siri? <laughs> Siri! Whoops. Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I looked it up at, you know, tea bags used to be kind of an inferior way. Um, and maybe there's still some companies out there that are just putting, like, ground-up bits of leaves and, and the dust of tea and stuff like that, so it's not really... Good, you know, might not be giving you the same benefits as like loose leaf or something. But lately, they've been kind of building the bag around the tea, so. Huh. You know, you should see some improvements in quality of tea. So you you can feel comfortable going in, getting your middle shelf green box of green tea and feel and uh, what's called benefiting from the, the good things about it. I like that. Have you? And this is my last question. Do you just drink the tea as it comes, or do you add things to it? I personally just drink the tea as it is. I also drink my coffee black. Oh, so, so you're already insane. So I came. He's a good man. Did you, <laughs> did you add things to your tea, no. like honey or no. like? No, I also drink my coffee black. <gasps> oh, so I'm just surrounded by sociopaths. No, you are the sociopath. <laughs> everyone, everyone right. you know actually drinks plain black. Anyone coffee. listening to this, answer the poll on Twitter. <laughs> if, Jay's <laughs> if Jay's able to get back into it. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, you know that's uh, you know tea. Tea's great. Drink tea. Drink tea. So today I uh, I saw a video on the internet on the YouTube's. No way. If, if you will, I know. I I found the one on YouTube. Dang, okay, uh, and that was a crazy story. Uh, yeah, cable cool segment. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, I can't remember who like said anything about it. But have you guys ever heard of micronations? I I feel like I've heard the term, but no. Any really. um like relation to microtransactions? <laughs> <laughs> um, they are both small, apparently. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, so a micronation is, uh, and I'll just read like kind of the definition, uh, sometimes also referred to as model countries and new country projects are small self-proclaimed entities that claim to be independent sovereign states, but which are not acknowledged as such by any recognized sovereign states or by any supranational oh. organization. I've heard about some of the, like some that are just out in the ocean. Yeah, or they're far enough like out of a country that it doesn't yeah. quite like so pretty much they're a lot of them are just people decided they can be themselves and they haven't hit a whole lot of a whole lot of like pushback on it <laughs> so some of them are hilarious some yeah. of them are weird pet projects or <laughs> little... yo what's your hobby oh i do weird working what about you oh i start micronations <laughs> <laughs> some of them are super serious and have, like, really good repercussions. Yeah. So, I'm going to talk about some of the sillier ones, and then I will get into a few of the ones that are um, <laughs> just kind of cool. All right. So, um, the first one I'm going to talk about is uh, called Fredonia. Fredonia. Bad name, straight off the bat, two out of ten. <laughs> but it was created by a group of college students in Boston, Massachusetts, in Boston, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> as a hypothetical project, like in quotes, that's what it's called. And they went as far as to mint their own currency. What? <laughs> yeah. How do you even do that? <laughs> I, I don't know. They were college students. Any of them could have been anything. That's why they're so. That's why college students can't be stopped. You got one <laughs> sculptor, you got one engineer. You got one English major who can do anything. I can't then, find a job. I should just go start a nation <laughs> and make my own job. Probably. And then uh, we have the Republic of Malaysia, which is near Dayton, Nevada. And uh, it was started by a man named Kevin Bao, uh, or Bao, or Bao. Uh, but he owns some land and, and pays property taxes on it, uh, but calls it foreign aid. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> like, how, kind, how considerate of him to, to donate to the United States federal government. <laughs> they need it. We all know it. Uh, but it came from a childhood project of him and one of his friends. Like, that's the end of their project. Could you imagine you made a fort one day? And you're like, <laughs> I'm going to call this uh, the Republic of Malaysia. Or I'm going to call this Malaysia. <laughs> By the end of your life, you're like, I made it. Boys, what if we just secede from the United States real quick? That's all Go down. Near all of these people have attempted to, and or said straight out, we're seceding from the United <laughs> States. Some of them kind of got away with it. Isn't that like actually a crime, I'm pretty sure? Like secession is like actually a federal crime. Mm, we'll keep going. Right, would we'll you keep would really want to be mentioned in like the same conversation as like the South? 
I was going to start my own nation, but I just didn't want to really be grouped up in that circle. There was the South in the mid 1800s. There was like Texas when Obama was elected. (laughs) And then there were these guys. And then there was Derek out in the Nevada desert. (laughs) His name is Kevin. (laughs) Anyway, uh, but he went straight into. It's crazy what he's done. Yeah. For one, he's like a dictator because no, there's never been an election. Wow. But two, they have a currency also. It's called the Valora, and it's divided into a hundred like something else, like like a dollar is to a penny, mm-hmm. and it's it is like pegged to the relative value of Pillsbury cookie dough. So. <laughs> So, like, you know how uh, we used to be gold? Like, the value yeah. of gold, and then we kept the all gold the gold. Standard. Yeah. yeah, and then we kept all the gold in Fort Knox. He has the Pillsbury Standard. He has, yes, and a building called no. the Bank. <laughs> called the what? The Bank of Malaysia. And they fill it with cookie dough, and then they will print currency that you can, like, buy. And they use poker chips also to, like... Make transactions. Oh. <laughs> and this isn't a big place, by the way. It's a, it's almost like a staff of people that are the entire... It's like, who lives here? Um, and then there's North Dumpling Island, which is mm. very interesting. Actually, there is Talosa, or Talosa. This one's kind of cool, and it's a little bit wholesome. Yeah. Uh, it was started by a 14-year-old boy, and the nation consisted of his bedroom... <laughs> it was made, um, it was made after his mother, like, passed away, apparently. Yeah. I don't know if it was, like, a project to just keep him, like, like, going. I don't know. But it, it started as that, and he made, like, a handwritten newspaper that he would send around, and then he created a language. What? I don't know the extent of this language. Actually, I know the exact extent. Uh, 35,000 root words, apparently. That's nuts. And 121,000 derived words. I don't know how accurate that is, but it sounds insane. Uh, And it was online mainly, is the people, is the following. And it's grown to have like almost 250 citizens, and it's in different parts now. So I don't know if it's other people's bedrooms or what, but it's like. (laughs) How does any of this work? Like, do you fill out like a form or something? A lot of it seems to be just kind of screaming into the wind. And sometimes other people will scream into the wind with you, and that's how it works. I'm I, saying I, I looked to... up the motto. Yeah. It says Maihen Maihen Juan on Hainan Doodleba Valta Kuntas Tansa. Which hey. means which means a man's room is his kingdom. <laughs> oh that's kinda that's sick. Pretty dumb. <laughs> Thought you were summoning Satan there though. Yeah. <laughs> And then we have um, the Republic of Zakistan, which is, it was started in 2005. This isn't like a while ago when things were a little loose and crazy. It was 2005, and it was started by a guy named Zach Landsberg, and uh, he also had a plot of land where he pays property taxes on it. It doesn't have any buildings, doesn't have any residents. He did install... Uh, monuments and a border patrol gate apparently but other than that no buildings no residents and offers citizenship to anyone who asks for it and you can obtain a passport from Zakistan. I am you know, I don't want to brag here 
I'm in the process of taking uh, <laughs> no. It is not hard. It's super dope. Now I'm wondering if I'm going to get anything. Um, but, so the next one is the North Dumpling Island, which I think is super interesting and the epitome, the epitome of a rich guy being able to do whatever he wants. <laughs> it's owned by, it's a island that had a lighthouse on it. And it was owned by, like, a governor's family, and then was bought by a private party that was not disclosed, and then bought by Dean Kamen, or Kamen, the guy who invented the Segway. This <laughs> <laughs> dude's really living his best life. Huh? Yeah, so he bought an island, then he tried to put a wind turbine on it, and he was denied, like, they said, no, you can't do that. But he owns it. Yeah, well, you know, it's the government, so, uh... <laughs> he decided he was going to, as a joke, secede from the United States. Oh. And so he pretty much just, like, really leaned into that. Like, he made it possible to operate on his own grid completely separate from the United States. Yeah. So there's a power outage or something. He's fine because he has solar power and wind power enough yeah. on the island to support every single building. It's, like, a carbon neutral because of it literally provides all the energy that it needs. I was gonna say, it's, like, the most American thing to do is to, like, just be like, I'm gonna just go make my own nation. But exactly. the fact that he's so into clean energy makes him, you know, a little less American. A little less, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of this is just people who are like, I'm gonna do this, and there's nothing you can do to I stop I just hate me. that all these people have the worst choices in name. Zakistan. <laughs> oh, why? Because it's your name plus, I don't know, Pakistan used <laughs> together. Think of a better name right now. Crap. <laughs> Dang it. Calum Land? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, you sure did. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it, the North Dumpling Island is not legally recognized, but it is called by Mr. Cayman or Cayman or whatever, the Kingdom of the North Dumpling. (laughs) (laughs) And he really went in, good old Dean. Uh, It has a flag. Its currency is the dumpling, believe it or not. It has a national anthem. And it is the sound of a stone being thrown in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Dude just couldn't play any instruments. He was just like, eat. And then... It has a navy, which is apparently one single amphibious be- sorry, amphibious vehicle. I hope it's a rowboat, dude. I hope to God it's a rowboat. It's amphibious. It goes on land and sea. It's a rowboat with wheels. <laughs> and also, for some reason, it has a replica of Stonehenge on it. <laughs> you just stole a monument, dude. But this guy got away with a lot more because he had a, apparently a personal relationship with George Bush. What? And when he was president, he got him to sign an official non-aggression pact with the North. I'm so pissed he's been federally recognized by the U.S. government. (laughs) It's so funny. Oh my god. Oh man, so that guy kind of went in, but there's an even more, sorry, there's two more successful stories. More successful than that even. No way. It's called the Contra Public. Contra Public is in Key West, Florida. And it's always Americans, dude. It, oh yeah, all of these are American. There's way more, but I only did the ones that are outside oh, of the United okay. States. I thought, you were just, United I thought States. it just happened that a majority of people trying to do this are Americans. No, there's so many, dude. Oh my gosh, there's so many. But anyway, 
So this one is in Key West, Florida, and it started out as Border Patrol agents set up a blockade and were searching every single car for illegal substances and illegal immigrants. And so Key West is technically an island, and so because they set up a Border Patrol gate, it was affecting tourism and it was affecting, like, the locals... So everyone was getting really annoyed. The city council tried several times to get this thing taken away, yeah. like through every legal mean they could find. And then they kind of were like, you got a border patrol sort of gate now. You're stopping everyone from coming here. We're seceding from the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, the mayor said it. And the mayor said that and then became active or acting prime minister of Conch Island. And they were called Conch Island because apparently people called the citizens of Key West Conches. Don't know if that's offensive. I wouldn't want to be. Sorry if it is. Don't want to be called a conch myself. So, (laughs) (laughs) but they seem to have stepped into it. So they declared. Sorry. So they said they were Conch Island, the Republic of, the Conch Republic, and um, that was when they declared their independence was on April 23rd, 1982, after they were sick of trying to get this done right. And then they... (laughs) Their first thing that they did was they declared war on the U.S. and had, like, a ceremony where they broke a loaf of stale Cuban bread over the head of a man who was dressed in a Navy uniform. Don't know if he was part of the actual Navy. (laughs) But then after literally a minute, 60 seconds... They <laughs> surrendered and then applied for $1 billion of foreign aid. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, like, did they get it? I don't think they did. <laughs> but after that, they were invited to the Summit of the Americas, which is apparently, like, this big meeting with all the heads of state or whatever, like, people who are important. Dude, these people, I'm so mad that these people keep getting recognized by, like, actual (laughs) powers of governments. I think it was more, they said it started as a tongue-in-cheek thing, and I think they were... And now we can't get them out. They (laughs) just keep coming every year. Well, it also, it generated a lot of publicity, and, like, tourism increased, and all this stuff. So they really leaned into it, and it helped the city. So I think the state of Florida was kind of like, eh, whatever, you guys are silly. And Florida man does it again. <laughs> exactly. This would be the place that they get away with it. But so after they were invited to that summit, it generated a lot of publicity for their kind of plight, like their issue that was going on that no one was doing anything about and that they couldn't get anything done about. Yeah. And the blockade was finally taken down, actually. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. So Conch Island went open borders. It is the re- Conch Republic. Excuse me. It's Conch Island. Who do you think you are? Sorry, Conchians. <laughs> And but that's not the end. There was the invasion of nineteen fifty five, and that's when the four hundred seventy eighth Civil Affairs Battalion conducted a simulation of like, uh, what is it called when you? Oh yeah, a simulation of invading a foreign land. Yeah. They did not tell the Contra Republic or Key West Wait, Florida. Wait, well, hold on, hold on. You said this is nineteen fifty five. This whole time, I thought this was like something in like two thousand. 
No. I can't believe this has been going on. Man, Florida's really been something else for over a century. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, let's stay real. <laughs> but so the, the 478th uh, Battalion did not tell Key West or Contra Public about their simulation. Yeah. And so part of it was that they went on to Key West, sorry, the Contra Public, and treated everyone as though they were, like, as though they were foreign people, that they were invading. And no one said anything. So the Contra Public kind of knew what was going on, but they mobilized the island for full-scale war. What? They sent this ship to go out and meet this... I don't know if it's, like, one of those big attack ships, but it's this big ship that was, like, invading them. And they attacked it with water balloons. <laughs> they attacked it with water balloons, conch fritters, and stale Cuban bread again. Which they really... They really love that stale Cuban bread, don't they? It's their favorite thing to attack with. Um, but it was quickly ended when the Coast Guard came in and responded with fire hoses. Oh, dude, I <laughs> thought you were going to say firearms. <laughs> they were just shooting them down. No, no, no. Hey, fire hoses are no joke. <laughs> they, they really are. They well. could actually kill you. Yeah, and I looked up the picture of the boat, and it looks like a pirate ship from the 1800s. So I don't know <laughs> if that could take too much damage either. But because of all this, the leaders of the 478th issued an official apology saying they in no way meant to challenge or impugn the sovereignty of the Contra Republic. And then submitted surrender. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> Why are you so against this, Caleb? I just, you know, I feel like a lot of people, if they threw water balloons at the military, might get shot. Oh, and these well, guys just yeah. did it for fun. <laughs> yeah, and then the last thing that happened, or one of the last things that happened, is they tried to annex the Seven Mile Bridge. And that's a bridge where it connected Key West, or the Contra Public, to Florida... Yeah. And they had another bridge that they replaced it with. So it was kind of just a useless little bridge now. But it was being used to say, oh, immigrants come here or whatever and stay there and just pretend that they're fine there because it's not actually the U.S. It was yeah. just a weird, weird thing. But they tried to annex it to stop all these problems. And then Florida had to officially say um, they... <laughs> what did they say? They said, while we don't want to disrespect the Contra public, this belongs to the state of Florida and it's not for sale. Hey, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've let you have fun so far. You're taking it a little bit too far now, though. <laughs> yeah. Next, you're going to try and be a tax haven. But I we think it's still that. very active. I think they still have... Every year they celebrate their Independence Day, like the week of April 23rd. (laughs) They have all these different events and people that come in, and it's just really cool. I think it's so funny that it it ends that way. And the one I really wanted to talk about where it ended super well is, and I'm going to absolutely trash these names because they're Native American names, but Uh it's called Genyenka. Genyenka? I don't know. And this was something that happened in the 70s-ish, but 600 acres of land were occupied, like total, were occupied by Mohawk natives. So Mohawk, yeah. And they left their reservations that were set 
like, that were put together by the U.S., and they went to this girls' camp, apparently, and <laughs> just stayed there. We're like, oh, we're yeah. not leaving. And it was their original land. Oh, that, okay. Like, yeah, it was what they were moved out of, and so they left the reservation, went back there, and then uh, their, their reasoning behind it was a treaty in 1794 stated that the land technically belonged to Native Americans, it, and it was never ratified. So the treaty was between, like, it was to fight the British. Yeah. So everyone was, like, chilling. They were like, we need to get on the right front here. We'll d- defeat the British, and, and then, then we we'll can deal with out. us. Yeah. yeah. And so that treaty was technically never ratified, and so they technically felt like they had right to the land still. And after three years of armed occupation at this girls' camp, they, in 200 negotiations, like nearly 200... That's crazy. Yeah, the Mohawk agreed to move to a different place. I hope still that was originally theirs, and New York gave it to them through an intermediary trust. So I don't know if it's how governmental it is, but New York gave them, like, this area. And they claimed it as a permanent non-reservation settlement, and didn't even allow people to enter it until 1990. Like, it was apparently working very well, and they're still going through negotiations now. It hasn't been officially anything yet, but I'm sure if it did work, yeah, there'd be some... That's crazy. Some weird... That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, they got away with it. And, like, it's not... It didn't even stop there. So, to make money, after 1990, they had, like, this tax-free bingo thing... So I don't know how much taxes are involved in regular bingo. I didn't know that that was something I was paying for. I guess it's gambling. I guess. I don't know. Um, But they had that, started making some money, and then they did some other things like selling cigarettes Mm tax-free. And so that also, they were able to undersell all the markets so people would come in just to buy cigarettes. It's so weird that they they didn't have to apply a tax to it. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. And then... Did they still get... Like, were there still margins on it where they were still able to... Get a, a, a percentage off of how much was being oh, sold. Oh, 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 that's a really good question. And then they also did, um, uh, what is it called? Oh, yeah, they made a golf course that can be entered and played on for a fee. I've so, sold. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they used this money to make a holistic center, and it provides classes and education for, like, the larger community of the... Mohawk natives that live there. That's crazy. Which I think is just super cool. And it is an example of, I think the only example of the indigenous residents of the United States uh, reclaiming something and it working out. Yeah. Not a bloodbath. Uh, But it's, again, still like sovereignty and having it be its own nation and not attached to the government. I might have missed it. Where is this located? It's outside of New York. I believe. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it has to be because New York gave them the actual, (laughs) like, a a place. But it's, I just thought it was super cool and some of them are really funny and really, they're just supposed to be jokes but, you know, there's, I guess there's a reason that they do exist and it it makes me smile that (laughs) something actually worked out. I mean, I guess you kind of have to respect, like, people who are doing it to be funny but maybe fully... If, if they can fully understand, like, the law of the land and yeah. stuff, like, 
just fully ingratiate themselves in the in their um, what their rights are or or lack thereof, yeah. and, and what they can do <laughs> instead. Like, um, you know, being able to, you know, what what was the thing you said? It was about asking for foreign foreign aid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. It was um, the people asked for a billion dollars before. <laughs> but I think that there is certain things where, you know, you're not asking for foreign aid. That's not why you make the country in the first place. The Mohawk natives, they, like, were good on their own. They were self-sustaining. They did their own thing mm-hmm. because that's what they had done for so long before. And, well, the U.S. government finally had to... Or not the government, I should say, but the state got behind them enough to be like, we just take this. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't been solidified. I think if it was, we'd be looking at some weird stuff. Like, what would stop other native populations from moving off the reservation and kind of taking something else? And I think that's probably why they haven't set was, anything in stone. There was something weird that happened within, like, the last year in... Uh, somewhere in, like, eastern U.S., where it was, like, 70% of, like, a state like, its ownership is now partially in the hands of Native Americans or something like that. It's it's something related to, like, again, a treaty that was made, like, ages ago, and it's mm. it's nuts that the way they're, like, uh... It went all the way up to the Supreme Court. I can't remember how it goes, but definitely look it into it sometime. Like, uh, some state being majority owned by, like, Native Americans. It's crazy. Hmm. So, yeah. Good for the Natives. Good for the Natives. Micronations, huh? then they're everywhere they're some of them have been just a guy it's like an art project or something like that it's weird there's i heard about one that was like i think it's an oil rig out in like the middle of the atlantic ocean or something like that and it's just declared itself like a micronation i feel like you need land to declare yourself a micronation or not (laughs) some kid had a bedroom that was a micronation out of the ocean land enough and apparently (laughs) Uh, it really ju- does just depend on the following that you have. If enough yeah. people are saying something, you really can do whatever you that want. Foundations are formed. I mean, yeah, but, you know, it's just not going to be recognized by bigger <laughs> nations. Like, you can't get to the UN because you're a citizen of Zakistan. You know? Yeah. They have one with a smoky bear hat. That's pretty good. I actually really put that one on there. You know, um, it used to just be smoky bear. Smoke. Is it still Smokey And then he bear? quit smoking. And then and then and then they call then they change the name to Smokey the Bear. Did they really though, or is it one of those Mandela effects things? Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the well the first one makes it sound like he's a chronic smoker. It's like the Smokey Bear makes it sound like he's pack a day, baby. <laughs> Let's see here. Actually Smokey It's it's Smokey Bear. Still now. It's always wow. been Smokey Bear. So we're the Mandela effect. So I think it used to be Smokey the Bear. It used to be Smokey the Bear? Da Bear. Da Bulls. Bears, Da Bulls, Da Bears, Da Bulls, Da Bears, Da Bulls. Alright. So I'm going to introduce you guys to a nice new age pseudoscience kind oh, of Oh, it's Bao, by the way. Okay. For what? Kevin Bao? Yeah. You saying. waited... Until right now. He waited for the introduction of my sentence. <laughs> to I just do it. Ultimate rudeness. Disrespect. And you, how do you even know? You don't have your phone in your hand. Right <laughs> he did, because he read this ages ago and just now chose to interrupt. 
<laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce you guys to a wonderful thing called anedia, otherwise called breatharianism. Have you guys ever heard of breatharianism? No. <laughs> it sounds like something that should be right up our alley, though. Yeah? As the manual breathing compact. Oh, well, I don't know, Jay. Oh, oh. oh. You did it. <laughs> I didn't even make that connection with coming up with the segment. <laughs> but, uh, Jay, you're going to hate this because I know you love your tea, but it's the ability to survive without food or water. Yes. The ability to put up to survive without food or water. Um, you just don't. You just don't take any. Okay. <laughs> you just survive on breath. So yeah, on yeah. oxygen. Uh, I really like the Snopes claim about it because I feel like it really encompassed it. it said, Wait, uh, hold on. From Lord the Lord of the Rings, the whatever the space version of that is. Star Wars. Snope. Snoke. <laughs> The space version <laughs> of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> There's both, so much wrong with what you just said. They're both dumb. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Snopes, the online fact-checking resource, said, uh, Notably, the sun and many uh, regurgitations of the piece reported claims purportedly made by Ricardo and Costello without checking them against quote, very basic science understood across humanity. And I think that's, like, the main problem with breatharianism is that uh, it doesn't really agree with, like, laws or science. Or, or the way that the human body works. Yeah, I can prove that, to you in a week that yeah. it's not how it works because... Well, I we'll, we'll see about that because people have done some tests. Okay? I do want to say, though, Smokey the Bear is a Mandela effect thing. I looked <laughs> oh, up. Oh, no. <laughs> So, uh, it's based on the Hindu belief of uh, something called prana. However, it is misguided in that there are uh, derivatives of prana. What's up? Did you so, know that I'm a prana? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get through a single sentence. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You were talking prana, about I'm not too like, sure if it's bad. It could be, Bo. It could be. <laughs> you were talking about piranhas. They ahead. believe they get their uh, like energy through something called prana, which is like this thing from Hinduism. Prana? Prana. But then they're like in Hinduism, like if you look into what a what prana is, it literally has like derivatives that are like all about eating and like having food and energy pass through you through yeah. eating. So like even that part doesn't really make sense with them. Do but they, I can't emphasize enough that like don't associate this with Hindus, okay? Do, do they eat Prada bags? Is that the <laughs> they, so it's they, breathing? They Prada. own Prada bags and they just and they, they flex it, it and they get life force from the sadness of others who can't afford Prada they bags. Get their nourishment from the smell and just breathing in a new Prada bag. Yeah. Don't you feel like kind of a, a sort of a sensation from breathing in genuine leather? <laughs> it makes me tingle a little bit. All right. I'm going to lie. But yeah, they, they think they get their energy from the sun or from fresh air and stuff like that. But and they don't just... associate this with Hindus. Don't, yeah, don't, don't think Hindus are like this, because mainly all, like, the real, like, the... The OG the, Hindus. The people who, like, preach this the most are dumb American people, so, <laughs> and, like, white people, so... Appropriating another culture? Oh, is it, does is not it, sound American. Sedona? Is that you? <laughs> is it science-based enough to where they feel, like, if 
like they have to be really strict on getting the maximum amount of sunlight and the maximum amount of fresh air Dude, or I've, else they'll feel weak and die. I've got some parts that act some experiments that go back to that. I I'll can't get wait into for later. These experiments. So the history of it, it dates back as far as 1670 where a physician Paracelsus is quoted as surviving several years by taking only one half scrupule of solar quintessence. So, <laughs> those are words. <laughs> solar quinta, quinta, quintessence. Quintessence. Only half of one. What is this? <laughs> half a Me and Jay looked at each other like, we're going to have to listen to more of this. <laughs> I'm not even going to stop here either. <laughs> so, that's where it like kind of first began. And now there's like some modern leaders. I'm going to talk about two of them. Uh, there's And the first one is this guy named Wiley Brooks. And he reminds me of Caden in some ways. In that he really thinks water is very dumb and unnecessary. Uh, he was really popular in the 1980s. And he claimed uh, four major deterrents keep um, him from living without food. People pollution, food pollution, air pollution, and electro pollution. I do want to be clear that... Water just tastes very bad. He agrees. Don't worry. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Um, he said, uh, quote, Wiley was first introduced to the world back in 1981. And this is from his website, by the way. Introduced to, to the world? Like, yeah. Introduced yeah. to the world. This like is from born? his website. Yeah. No, not boring. Just no, guys. The his world presence was, was introduced to him. Oh, oh my gosh, to Wiley Coyote? Yeah, baby. Is that how you spell it? How do you spell it? It actually is spelled Wiley. Uh, W-I-L-E-Y. I think that's the same way it's spelled like Wiley Coyote. No, he is the first initial of his middle name. You absolute <laughs> moron. I hate you. It's Wiley Coyote. That's so bad. I hate that. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Can I, can I just say one quick thing about that? I, it's Lunatunes is on HBO Max, right? Is it? And, yeah, so I, I, I watched the first episode. I tried to look for the first episode where Wild E. Coyote is in, mm-hmm. and he's with Bugs Bunny. And Bugs Bunny jacks him up so much with, with him trying to capture him. <laughs> I thought him. he was going to say. <laughs> and he, 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 like, gives him so much brain damage <laughs> that he's, I don't think he... stops speaking. I don't think he talks again. <laughs> he talks in the he first talked? episode. In the first episode that he is in, that is, I looked through all the seasons to see what? where he is. He talks. He introduces himself to Bugs Bunny. And he gave him brain he's damage. Like, I'm Wild E. Coyote. And then every episode after that, he doesn't talk. Oh my god. Come on, tune into our next episode to find out the tragic backstory of Y.E. Coyote. Wild E. Wild. Did you watch Wild Lee Coyote? Did you watch Looney Tunes? Bro? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry he didn't introduce himself in this that episode. Bugs Bunny killed him. <laughs> killed his spirit. Um. So back to uh, Mr. Wiley, no breathing or no eating coyote. Uh. When he appeared on the national TV show in the 1981, That's Incredible, demonstrating his strength by lifting 1,100 pounds of weight, nearly 10 times his body weight, uh, when in a non-polluted environment, air or electro-pollution, he sleeps 1 to 7 hours a week. Um, although Wiley is now 66 years of age, he is still able to lift 600 to 900 pounds of weight without ever working out. So you're saying not only does he survive off of breathing, he's also like a demigod. He's yeah, he's also the peak of human physical form. You might not like what peak masculinity looks like. But 
This guy's it. <laughs> this is documented? No, God, no. He was on a TV show. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know, some Australian show. How can we trust those Aussies to document this? Is that the same show where this dude catches, like, a bullet in his teeth? What? Really? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so anyways, in 1983, he was caught leaving a 7-Eleven with a Slurpee, a couple hot dogs, and some Twinkies. <laughs> It's for his plants, okay? And this, this is when he went off the rails, and I was browsing his website, his Q&A section of his website. I'm <laughs> uh, like, what's with the freaking Slurpee, dude? And this was when he claimed that we are, be- we are 5D beings trapped within a 3D universe, and that 5D foods can sometimes help us transcend. Oh my, a Twinkie so is Twinkies 5D. Are 5D. Yeah, brother. So, uh... He also was claiming that McDonald's is a superior 5D food, like peak 5D food. I thought uh, air was his food. No, don't be ridiculous. He no, said you can survive. Basically, off air. okay, so after reading it for a bit, he was basically claiming that uh, we were 5D beings and we traveled back and forth into the 3D world at one point and we would like eat food as like just a luxury kind of item, but we didn't need it. And then we got trapped in the 3D world and now we're sucking in 3D. All this 3D food all the time and 5D food, like uh, like it's 3D food. Um, and really, we just shouldn't be. We need to get back to our 5D world. Crazy. So how do we get there? What's, what's, how, what's, what about the 4D world? <laughs> you gotta, well, you got to sign up for a $1,000 class, and then you can learn how to get back to the 5D world. $1,000 class? <laughs> it's way worse, actually. I'll get and no one's, no, no one's ever been able to say, oh, this is wrong, because they're all in the 5D world. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've just got, like, a collection of really good quotes that I loved, where he kind of starts getting into, like, some wicked smart maths. Wicked smart. Like, lots of maths. Uh, One quote is, One of the most exciting things about coming to Earth was getting to eat 3D food. Food was not eaten for nutrition, but for the exquisite taste and sensations you would get. Uh, The frequencies of a substance is dictated by its component parts. In other words, the sum total frequencies of all of its part equal the base frequency of that item. Yeah, I don't care. Um, so and then the- he said in all caps, do you know the base frequency of the double quarter pounder with cheese meal from McDonald's and Diet Coke? You're, this is stupid. But So he <laughs> came to the earth, so he was born 5 We all were. All of us were. Yeah. The so ones born 100 years ago, 300 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Wait, so is this Scientology? <laughs> no, it's Breatharianism. Keep up, Jay. <laughs> when do you go to the 3D world? Take his class and find out. <laughs> well, isn't that convenient? <laughs> uh, yeah, I really liked when he started like yelling in all caps on his Q&A section about <laughs> double quarter pounders with cheese being the superior 5D food. Uh, quote, this one, I think this was the quote that I really... Oh, no, it's the next one. The type of plastic and the quantity of it combined with the Diet Coke equals the base frequency of its liquid light. Uh, and then the Kagan quote, uh, <laughs> this one seemed to really appeal to you. Uh, quote, now let, let's get to answering the question, why drink only Coke and not water? And then he goes into it. Uh, Taste, obviously. The 5D qualities in the Diet Coke acts as a type of binding agent which binds all other sugars and toxins in the meal being digested at that time to the beef and the burger. Well, that makes sense. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's charged anywhere from $10,000 to $1 billion for an immortality workshop. 
Has anyone taken the one million dollars? Uh, the one billion. Oh, billion <laughs> with a B. Sorry, him and Key West uh, always get confused. No, nobody's taking it. But there is a payment plan. You can sign oh. up for a payment plan, and you can def you. You'd automatically be like, yes, I would love to do the payment plan for the billion dollars. Let me yeah. pay the most. Do $5 a month for the rest of my life, which is forever. Forever. Exactly. So you <laughs> because be you're paid. immortal. Obviously. You might, might get back to the 5D realm. All the people that know this is fake are just too embarrassed because they spent $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> They're never going to say anything about it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's Wiley. Uh, he's, he's a bit wild. A dude, well, if you will. Uh, but then there's the much more popular uh, author and new age pseudoscience pusher, Jaws Muheen. Jaws? Jaws uh, Muheen. He's got lots of no, movies. No, no, no. She, she. She's got lots of movies. I couldn't tell it was even a girl. <laughs> Jaws 1 through 3, I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> Jaws 1 and 3 were good. 2. Come on. Not right. her best work. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, everything on her... She has a YouTube channel with over 700 YouTube videos. Did not watch all of them, I'm afraid. Well, do you even do research? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know that brain meme that I was talking about earlier, Jay? Where it's like the brain slowly exploding and reaching nirvana? Uh, like, all of her videos is just her standing in front of, like, different screens that look like that. And it's awesome. It really looks like you're joining a cult. What's her name? Uh, Jaz Muheen. J-A-S-M-U-H-E-E-N. Uh, you can buy our online course, The Alchemy of Source Feeding, Eliminating All Hungers, for $333, or just three payments of $111. I want to GoPro attach to these people for 48 hours. Well, this is the best part. Let's see if they don't... Because, uh, well, first off, she claims on her website she has lived for four decades to, quote, tuning to alternate channels of nourishment that can free our human systems for all. All our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual hungers. The key to this ability is our day-to-day lifestyle, which controls our personal frequency. They really like that word, frequency. They really seem to. In, uh, emanations and how the quantum field responds to us. Uh, well, in 1999, Jaws Moving went on an episode of Australian 60 Minutes for one week without eating while being monitored. For a whole week? For a whole week. Uh, this was really funny because when they went to her house prior to the attempt, she had a fridge full of food that she had to explain away. Uh, like they went there to like interview her and she, they were just like, Hey, why, why you got all that food in there? Oh, this is just so people don't feel uncomfortable when they come over. She said it was for her husband. And then like everybody's reaction was naturally, well, why, why not teach him how to like never eat again? (laughs) You know, he just, does he also have to pay the $333 to find out? (laughs) And he's decided he's above that. I will not pay my wife $330. (laughs) She was like, sometimes I partake in a little bit of this coffee creamer in here. That's all I'm like. Just the creamer. Just the creamer. That's it. Uh, So on the third day of the test on 60 Minutes, she started failing horribly and blamed it on the location of the hotel and city atmosphere where the test was taking place. She claimed, quote, 70% of my nutrients come from fresh air. This test, the test was then moved to a mountainside retreat. Okay. On the way where she ate six quarter pounders. <laughs> uh, no, because uh, her condition started to worsen and the onset doctor could not allow for the test to continue past the four day marker. 
as her pupils were dilated, speech slowed, pulse doubled, and uh, she was risking kidney failure. So right around the time you would die from not having water? Yeah, she was right dying around then. from not having water? Uh, no, no, no. She claims that it's uh, just bad air. Mm. She probably stank for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> she said, quote, looks. Uh, her response to, like, nearly dying of kidney failure from it was, quote, look, peak 6,000 people have done this around the world without any problem. Uh, Wait. And that was... Did she have to go piss, or or number two? That's a good question. At all during that time, because I feel like that'd be kind of telling. <laughs> she had consumed anything. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't. Maybe she. I mean, they couldn't have put a camera in the bathroom, so they were probably just like. That's probably where she was hiding all her quarter pounders. Except she again almost died of kidney. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You can never die from kidney failure if you have quarter pounders all the time. <laughs> I'm the because the quarter pounders are the five D food, baby. Uh, so here, here's like the sad part of it is that as of 2017, five people actually have died from attempting this diet, which is like you don't want to laugh about it. You but don't. At the same time, I don't want to laugh. You said about five it. people. Five people. Yeah. Uh, one was 49 year old Ferretti Lynn. Uh, she died of hypothermia and dehydration uh a living on light book was found in her possession and her diary entry showed that she had stopped eating five days prior to her death uh Muhin decided to comment on this saying she was a spiritual warrior whose work was complete oh it was just her time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she said she had spoken through cosmic telepathy. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Uh, yeah, Jasmuheen also uh, bases her material from Saint Germain and claims some people's DNA has expanded from two to twelve strands to absorb more hydrogen from the sun. Uh, what that means, yeah. Uh, but she claimed later on in relationship to the death, uh, she had spoken through cosmic telepathy to one of her ascended masters, Saint Germain who assured her that Lynn had found, quote, a very nice way to go out, end quote. Starving to death? <laughs> yeah. She was also found curled up naked when she was dead, probably from the hypothermia. Yeah, probably from the hypothermia. Yeah. So that was the sad part? Is there any more sad uh, part? Yeah, one more sad part. You can get, like, under a blanket or something? Uh, like, you start feeling, like, really hot when you yeah. got hypothermia. Oh. So you start stripping off your clothes and whatnot. Then what's hyperthermia? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Could you tell me what that is? <laughs> you got that in your notes. Did you, did you guys want to school me on what it is to have <laughs> And I'll keep the definition to myself, thank you very much. Another one was, uh, what are these names, dude? Uh, Timo Deegan, uh, a 31 year old kindergarten teacher went into a coma after 12 days of the diet, uh, only to recover after four weeks on an IV drip, only to then fall over because of his symptoms and die of a head injury. So What? Yeah. So they really almost made it out and then just died again right after. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny, but like... <laughs> Stop laughing. What? <laughs> what are you, it sounds like a terrible movie. Like, yeah. They really, God kind of pranked him there, dude. So, my, my terrible thing that happened that was 9-11 adjacent yeah. was that some of these micro-nations get so into it, they start to issue passports. 
Yeah. And they looked real enough, and before 9-11, that's really all you needed. Oh. And so one of the hijackers, it's thought he used one of no. those to get on the plane. Oh. That's yeah, crazy. That's, yeah. So anyway, go ahead. And they they can't verify it with like cameras or anything like that? Like, to see if it, that's what happened. It probably wasn't that good of security, I assume, back yeah, then. Yeah, security's pretty lax back then, apparently. Probably didn't catch on tape. Man, that sucks. Yeah. That's... It's not yeah. proven, and I won't say which country, but, like, it was definitely something. So, uh, back to breatharianism. Yes, back to 9-11. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, good stuff. So, Josh Muheen is, like, absolutely... Who? Dean Kamen. <laughs> Jasmine is like obviously a grifter. She's just doing this to make money. She has uh she has two hundred thousand dollar house with a swimming pool. Uh, she's living pretty all right. Fridge full of food. Yeah, fridge full of food, but not to eat. Just for the aesthetic. Unless it's five D food, then you can partake in that every once in a while, like some Twinkies or something. She's probably just breathing in the food. Yeah, just the essence of the food. Yeah, just open, <laughs> open the fridge and absorb it through her pores or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there was, like, some other people. There was Hira Ratan Manik, uh, who cites yogis, ancient Egyptians, Maztecs, Mayans, and Native Americans, all as the sources. Uh, and he was caught eating a huge meal in San Fran restaurant in, like, 2011. Just that giant buffet-style meal. Could you imagine that being something you were caught for? Yeah. <laughs> At a meal? This idiot was eating over here. What kind of life are you living where you have to be, like, be careful about, like, when you eat in public? <laughs> <laughs> when the they, end of your career is you leaving a 7-Eleven with a they, bag they, full they, of They donuts. missed, like, GoPuff and Postmates by, like, <laughs> <laughs> a few years. Dude, that's why I'm, I'm thinking this next guy, uh, Ray Maurer, he's, like, a younger dude in the movement. I'm thinking he's going to be able to, like, keep it going because, you know, he's got, like, Postmates and stuff like that on his side. <laughs> um, but the weird thing about him was he kind of seemed to be using it to push his art career. Like, I was reading through his website and it was very different than the rest of them because, like, halfway through he was just like, oh, yeah, if you would like to help me out, go to this art website that I have and buy my, like, they were, like, LED animals that look like kind of like Christmas decorations. Yeah, no, totally you can survive just off air, but also I had this Cheerios sculpture. That was, yeah, pretty much what it was like. Uh, But yeah, there's tons of funny clips of leaders, uh, other leaders besides Jasmine, just awkwardly trying to explain why they have fridges in their house. (laughs) Like, there's one Indian leader of it who, like, they, they were doing a documentary on him, and they came into his house, and they're like, Hey, can we look inside your fridge? And he's like, no. <laughs> and they're like, but we're here for the dog. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's personal. Uh, and then finally, they're being awarded for their rigorous work in like these studies. Like they're getting some awards, such as uh, Jasmuheen was being uh, was given the the Ig Nobel Prize, the IG Nobel Prize. Oh, Instagram. Which is exactly here. Hold on. You don't want that in the background. Yeah, that's fair. Another breatharian bites the dust. (laughs) 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 But, uh, (laughs) Jasmine was, uh, given the Ig Nobel Prize, which is a parody of the Nobel Prize, and, uh, Mm. has been given to research such as, uh, study conducted on the legitimacy of the five-second rule, and then, uh, a study concluding that human presence sexually aroused ostriches. 
So she's grouped in with like a good category of people. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's real where science you wanna, hours, baby. You want your name to live on forever. Yeah. So that's that's breatharianism. There that are, sure is breatharianism. There's like a bunch of documentaries you can watch on it. You could go through their websites and yeah, they're great. I love them. I <laughs> love them. <laughs> yeah, stayed up to the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> Uh, I think Jasmine's first 10 lessons are free, and then after that, you have to pay the $333. No, 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 that's that's Wiley. He, he uh, takes a billion dollars for his immortality workshop. I really kind of want to do it and just be like, hey, can I, I'll just set up the payment plan for a dollar a month. That, yeah. Just scam. Yeah, and he's like, no, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, why not? I, I will obviously pay I'm going to live forever. I'll yeah. get you. It's not going to be that come. hard. <laughs> Give me a hundred years, I'll probably be making six thousand dollars a day. I'll give that to you then. Give me way more. Don't worry. It's, like, <laughs> it's really weird because I don't really get where that immortality aspect came in because it's like, you know, even if you're well fed for your entire life, you still die. And like the lifting eleven hundred pounds thing <laughs> yeah. is a little weird too. Why do you why do you automatically lift a whole lot, dude? Well, I'm sixty years old. I still six hundred pounds. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I think the think about that like, if, you, if you really want to like have discipline about eating and drinking fluids, soda's good. Maybe just try intermittent fasting. <laughs> a little simpler. Than uh, just... Intermittent fasting is just a gateway drug to breatharianism. Actually, uh, that's why Kalon hasn't touched this stuff. Yeah. Fasting. <laughs> you know. I didn't actually see Caleb take a bite of that Taco Bell earlier. <laughs> I actually don't remember that either. It was one of the last times you guys saw me eat. He bought it, and it just kind of It kind of vanished, and then the cat was chilling in his lap. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> the research has gone too deep. <laughs> All I'm saying is, like, it might be worth the $300. And you know what? With that tax money you're rolling into, I would go ahead and buy it. <laughs> if I were you... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been another episode of the Manual Breathing Podcast. Did you remember to breathe your thing? Remember to breathe so you can get them life essences in you. Drink tea occasionally for that. Drink some 5D tea. Maybe uh, go establish a micronation to, uh, dedicated to breatharianism. Yeah, yeah, all those That's things. a better name than for a country than a lot of these... Breatharianism? Breatharianism does sound... Bre- maybe not ism, but like breath- breatharia. Breatharia? Bretharia. That's a good one. That's our nation now. Whoa. Manual Bretharia. Manual Bretharia. The Republic of Manual <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever get got by that still? The whole manual breathing thing? Like, oh, you're breathing manually now. Do you no, I think, I think this podcast has made me immune to it now. Yeah, I even I think about our podcast, and I still don't, like... Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Um, if you so, want to stop... Breathing manually, listen to our podcast enough, and you uh you'll get over it I'm forever. Doing, I'm doing it. We're right the now. cure. Anyway, uh, so we have an Instagram at Manual Breathing Pod. We have a Twitter at Manual Breathing Pod. We have a email at Manual Breathing Podcast at gmail dot com. Caleb answers every single email. He's opened you it several times right. today. Have we checked it? Have we checked it? Oh, like a month ago. Anyway, so um, <laughs> we soon have a TikTok. Checks out on MySpace. We had a bite. Snapchat us. A bite. It's a bite. Yeah, exactly. I don't bite. <laughs> I don't bite stuff anymore. I'm supposed to be Vine 2.0, remember? Oh, yeah. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> there's, a, there's a Vine, like, 
2.0, it's like also like six or seven seconds long videos. It's called Byte. And also, and it obviously worked out. Everybody really thought well. because TikTok was going to fail. Because it was, TikTok got canceled in 2020, remember? Trump canceled TikTok. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So everybody thought Byte was going to take off again. Hmm. Hmm. And here well, we follow are. us on there. <laughs> Download that thing that you definitely don't have on your phone and follow us there. Feel free to fax me anytime. Did we make a video for Byte? I don't think so. Follow us there. <laughs> Great content. Jay's about to start up the tweeting again. Yes. And I'm going to go play VR. All right, yeah. Peace. <laughs>